Hey Seeker, my name is Luca Nikora, your host. Welcome to And Now What? The podcast. Here you will find science-based information and tools to help you on your mental and physical health journey, as well as amazing meditations to help you reprogram your mindset. Today we'll talk about the scary topic of panic attacks, what may cause them, and all the tools that may help you on your journey to balance. But before diving into the deep cave of human psyche, make sure that you like the video and subscribe to the channel because every blue thumb may save the life of an endangered Lucanicora. Save this rare breed by supporting his work. Now that you've done your good deed, you can be a dick for the rest of the day. You're off the hook. Unless you're Captain Hook, in which case it is attached to your body, so you're not off the hook. Now, for the lucky ones who do not know what a panic attack is, you lucky old son of a gun, you. Panic disorder is a syndrome characterized by spontaneous and recurrent episodes of incapacitating anxiety. Physical symptoms include heart palpitations, sweating and or chills, trouble breathing and dizziness, nausea and even chest pain. That's a lot. In other words, it's when on the outside you look like this, but in the inside, you feel like that. There has been a lot of advances in the diagnosis and treatment of panic disorder, yet its origin is still a mystery. The mysteries of the brain. However, let's look at a couple facts about panic disorder to help us understand it and prevent it. For people out there who are like, I'm just an anxious person, like my whole family is anxious, so like, whatever. AKA me not too long ago. Long-term anxiety disorders weakens the immune system, which increases risks of diseases. Cortisol and adrenaline produced while anxious also affects telomere length, which is that little thingy that allows the full replication of DNA. If you want to know more about this, check out this video. In other words, long-term anxiety disorder accelerates aging and increases risks of chronic diseases. In fact, anxiety may accelerate the progression of mild cognitive impairment to Alzheimer's disease. Anxiety disorder and panic attacks have been on the rise. Thank you, pandemic. Very kind of you. The day following the first lockdown in the UK, a study showed that 38% of participants reported symptoms of depression and 36% reported increased level of anxiety. The day before the lockdown, 16% reported depression and 17% reported feelings of anxiety. That's about 22% increase in depression and 18% increase in anxiety. That's a lot. The pandemic has affected our sleep. Some people found their natural chronotype and got the eight hour sleep that they needed while others spend their time on TikTok. Social media before bed is not great, yet persistent insomnia experience in childhood is associated with a 2.8% risk of internalizing these disorders as an adult. Mom, I don't want to go to bed. Minecraft and the stock market. I'm really into crypto right now. Shut up, Jeremy. You're getting anxiety disorder as an adult. That's good parenthood. What else did we do to cope with the lockdown? Well, people who consume less than three sources of fruits and vegetable a day have a 24% increased risk of an anxiety disorder. And since the pandemic started, junk food has been on the rise. Yeah, well, I guess you all know that already. Guts. Recently, I've been really fascinated about the guts. It's kind of a weird thing to say out loud. Did you know that your guts is lined with a hundred million nerve cells or neurons? Listen to your guts makes a lot of sense now. Don't, don't eat this. What? 
Don't eat this, don't, don't. I can't hear you. Inflammation in your guts affects your brain. In fact, in a recent study, evidence shows that taking care of your gut microbiome may help mitigate anxiety. According to Dr. Emerson Mayer, gut expert, I wish I got here before his gut got out. Wow! Get the reference? N NCIS? Never mind. Again, according to Dr. Emerson Mayer, 70% of your immune cells are in your guts. Your emotions and your belief system, which is a program response, affects your gut microbiome. Microbiome. In other words, what you eat and what you feel affect your guts. That's why when uh, you are about to get on stage, you get stage fright. Or before date, you have butterflies in your stomach. Like, not literally. So imagine what long-term anxiety would do to your guts. I'm anxiety and I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. I don't know about you, but my first month of uh, lockdown, I was drinking every day. And I don't mean water. I mean, I was drinking water as well. But you know what I'm trying to say. It kind of scared me a little bit, so the second month I went dry. It did help a lot recalibrate. The study finds that chronic alcohol exposure compromises immune cells in the brain, driving anxiety and alcohol consumption that may lead to alcohol abuse disorder. According to neuroscientist Caroline Leaf, alcohol abu abuse... <laughs> Alcohol abuse is not a disease like believed by many, but a coping mechanism that just keeps on repeating itself. For me, drinking on a daily basis for a month during the lockdown, I find myself starting to crave for the next drink, uh, and I could see how that behavior may have led me into alcohol abuse. Another substance that some of us may have uh, used to calm the nerves, ganja! 420, brother. A new study shows that exposure to cannabis and stress as a teenager may lead to anxiety disorder later in life. That means that I must have a lot of anxious friends. There is evidence that pH imbalance in the body, also called acidosis, may cause unexpected panic attacks. Your body pH balance, also called acid-base balance, is the level of acids and bases in your blood at which your body functions the best. And I'm not talking about acid as in, you know, 1970s fun party candies. In a minute, we will look at a diet that may help find a pH balance. Now, another fun fact. A new study implicates microRNA as a possible molecular switch, which could contribute to a risk factor for panic disorder. While 40% of the risk of developing a panic disorder seems to be genetic, according to a number of twin studies, it's genetic, woogie boogie boogie boogie. It remains unclear how the genes contribute as a risk factor. Okay, but what does that mean? Like, what are microRNAs? DNA creates RNA, which in turns creates proteins in your body. And proteins are basically the building bot, blah, building blocks of the human body. RNA is like the middleman, if you will. You give me the dough, give him the stuff, and then that's how it works. Gabish. I don't know why the middleman is a mobster in my mind. However, we know now that certain RNA affects how the genes express themselves. In other words, these molecules may be responsible for turning on and off some parts of your DNA. Off, on, off. 
Jeremy, stop playing with the remote. What does RNA have to do with anything? A study showed that people who meditated for eight weeks had a huge change in the expression of 172 genes that are related to inflammation, circadian rhythm, and glucose metabolism. In other words, anxiety, sleep, and mental health. People who meditate can reduce risks of genetic anxiety by turning off these genes. Let me turn off these genes and just like turn off these shorts. Okay, I get it. Now, what can I do to prevent panic attacks? Because I'm literally having one right now, okay? So please tell me what I can do. Glad you asked. First, make sure that you optimize your sleep. Get at least seven to eight hours a night. Avoid social media or blue lights an hour before going to sleep. Try to get your sleep according to your chronotype. If you're a morning bird, go to sleep early. If you're a night owl, go to sleep late. Check the link below for a quiz to find out what chronotype you are. And if you have a hard time falling asleep, uh, like I had for many years, make sure that you subscribe to my channel because very soon I will be releasing a video talking about sleep, uh, the strategies that you can implement to get the best quality and longer hours of sleep. Next, watch what you eat. If you haven't watched yet the video I made about the best food that helps with anxiety and depression, check it out. Basically, make sure that you get enough antioxidant, magnesium, and zinc. Eat plenty of berries like blackberries, blueberries, and goji berries. They're really good for that. Leafy greens and nuts are a great source of magnesium and zinc. And avoid junk food as much as possible. Prebiotics. A new study shows that taking daily prebiotics help with general well-being, reduces symptoms, of anxiety and helps with gut health. But you can also find prebiotics in kombucha, pickles, and some yogurts. If you want to know more about the gut and brain connection, check out my favorite books on the subject down below. If you don't have time for reading, get two free books on Audible with my link below. Remember the pH balance thingy? Have you ever heard of the alkaline diet? Acidic foods include meat, poultry, fish, dairy, eggs, grains, and alcohol. Neutral food, natural fats, starches, and sugars. Alkaline, fruits, nuts, legumes, and vegetables. According to this diet, eating these healthy alkaline ingredients may help balance your pH level in your body. There's not much evidence for that, but hey, this diet is very healthy, so why not try it? Besides zinc and magnesium, a new study found that beta-cestosterol, a plant-derived supplement, uh, helped reduce anxiety in mice in both standalone use and combined with Prozac. You can find that ingredient in avocados, nuts, seeds, canola oil, but probably not in enough quantity, so you might want to try supplements. I put the link below to the best one I found online. Exercise is known to be healthy for you. Duh. But did you know that regular exercise reduces symptoms of anxiety and depression? Make sure that you get at least 20 minutes of moderate exercise every day and try to work out a couple times a week. Get your 10,000 steps in your Fitbit. As I said before, meditation helps regulating your genes, but also reducing symptoms of anxiety and depression. And make sure that you subscribe to my channel because every other week I release a new meditation. Check them out. But you can find other meditations on YouTube and on some apps as well. Now, if you've tried all these things and still don't feel better, help! I need somebody help! Not just anybody! Yeah. Cognitive behavioral therapy is the best type of therapy to deal with anxiety. And now there are many platforms online that can help you provide mental health support. Talkspace is really good, but onlinetherapy.com is built on cognitive behavioral therapy. Check link below to get some discounts, get the help you need, bam, you're rocking life. And if you wanna try something else, check out Panic Away, which is a great method that's worked for many people and they've been selling them for 10 years online. If it doesn't work for you in the next 
next couple of days, you can get a full refund. It's not only cheap, but with my discount, you get even cheaper, you get free audio, so check the links below. Now, what about when the panic attack happens? Recognize you're having a panic attack. Sounds dumb, but most of the time we think we're having a heart attack. Recognizing it will remind you that it will pass and that you are okay and you're not about to die. Find a peaceful spot. Panic attacks can be provoked by an overstimulated environment, so make sure that you find a place or a wall on which you can lean uh, to step away from the noise, the people, or whatever created that anxiety. Deep breathing. Hyperventilation is a major effect of panic attacks. Taking control of it can reduce symptoms tremendously. Breathing at a count of four, hold at a count of two and release the air at a count of four. Close your eyes. Closing your eyes will allow you to cut off the external stimulation and will help you focus on your breathing. The 5-4-3-2-1 method. Panic attacks may detach you from reality. The 5-4-3-2-1 method is a mindfulness technique that can help you be more grounded. Look at five separate objects. Think about each of them for a short while. Listen to four distinct sounds. Think about where they came from and what sets them apart. Touch three objects. Think about their texture, their temperature, and what their uses are. Identify two different smells. This could be the smell of your soap, of your coffee, of your detergent, or your cologne. Name one thing you can taste. Notice whatever taste you have in your mouth or try tasting a candy. If you have experience with any of these techniques, let me know which one is your favorite. But if you have your own personal technique, let us know down in the comments so that other people can try them out. Muscle relaxation technique. Like deep breathing muscle relaxation technique can help you prevent a panic attack to happen when it's coming up uh, by focusing on your body and relaxing. First relax some small muscles like your fingers or your toes and then move up through your body. Picture your happy place. Think about the most relaxing peaceful place in the world. Imagine yourself there and focus on details. Like if you imagine yourself at the beach try to feel the temperature and the texture of the sand in your toes. Engage in light exercise. Exercise can flood your body with endorphin which helps regulating mood because you're stressed try light exercise like walking or yoga stretching that kind of stuff keep lavender at hand lavender is known to be soothing and relaxing it can help your body relax so try to keep some essential oil or cream at hand at all time and when you feel a little bit of anxiety coming up uh, try to rub it around your hand your fingers your forearm and smell it repeat a mantra in your head a mantra can be relaxing and reassuring but can also give you something to focus on and create your own mantra with your own words like this is only temporary I'm gonna be fine this shit's gonna pass I'm the king of the world that kind of stuff tell someone if you keep getting panic attacks at work or in social gatherings let someone know so that when it happens they will know how to help you but also a friend can help you find a safe place to relax to avoid crowding and they can take care of you because when the panic attacks happens you're literally can't do anything it's really hard so even like yo sit down right here you'll be fine i'll bring you some water chill out that really helps believe me believe me i've been there it helps before i share the last tip with you make sure that you like the video and subscribe to the channel because every thumbs up will help my survival on this platform thank you now the last tip learn your triggers your panic attacks may be triggered by the same things like crowded places, small spaces, or money problems. Knowing your triggers may help you manage your response to it. But also you may know that you're actively trying to change your situation and that you're taking care of it, that you're going to therapy, that you're taking your meds,
hands and all that. And so by knowing your triggers more clearly, you will be able to remind yourself that everything is under control to a certain extent. Does that make sense? I am so proud of you for taking a moment of your day to learn about your mental health, about strategies and trying to implement them in your life. You are doing great. Just by doing that, you're doing the work so you can be proud of yourself as well. And remember, you matter, I love you, and you are a rock star. Invest in yourself, invest in your future. See you guys in the next video. Peace. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about the tools I mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes or my website, www.lucanicora.com. That's L-U-C-A-N-I-C-O-R-A.com. You will find books, supplements, apps, and more to help you on your journey. And if you got value from this episode, please like, subscribe, and write a comment wherever you're listening to this. It will help my channel tremendously. Invest in yourself, invest in your future, and see you in the next episode. Peace!